Hey, what is going on, everyone? It is Anilo Piro of My Life Sports, and I am here with the latest installment of the 20th and Blake podcast, a Colorado Rocky-centric podcast powered by My Life Sports. This installment of the 20th and Blake podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Exciting times here in the Mile High City uh, as we progress through the month of May. Uh, slowly but surely, it seems like the world is starting to go back to normalcy, thank God. Um, you know, but like I say, slowly but surely. And uh, there's no telling how much longer this... Uh, state of normalcy will last per se but uh listen it's been a strange strange time and it's been a long time really since i've been um on the airwaves here doing some podcasting work um for my life sports been doing a lot of writing so if you guys haven't heard my voice you could stay up to date with my words and whatnot online at mylifesports.com as well as some work that i've done recently for the magazine mile high sports magazine you can pick up copies of that all across the front range from fort collins to castle rock but uh listen this is supposed to be i i should have been back like Eight weeks ago, <laughs> I was literally in the midst of planning my spring my spring training trip down to um, the Scottsdale area with my girlfriend. And, you know, th this would have been my, what, fourth year in a row going third year in a row. One of the I, I don't even remember, um, you know, but I've been going pretty much for as long as I've covered the team for, you know, which has been about four seasons now. Um, and, and spring training really is one of the more enjoyable aspects of covering a professional baseball team. Um, you know, it's usually freezing cold in Colorado, you know, at the end of February there. Um, early on in March and, you know, down in Arizona at that time, it's, it's beautiful weather. You know, you're talking mid 70s, early, um, you know, high 80s, whatnot. Um, very mild compared to what it is right now, you know, which is uh, triple digits, you know, not the best situation, especially if you're trying to play baseball there right now. But um, yeah, I mean, I was planning my uh, my trip down to Scottsdale, was going to take the road trip on down there, going to have a good time, you know, get away uh, on my spring break from school. Um, soak up some sunshine, talk to the players, write about some baseball, watch some baseball. And then, uh, you know, Miss Rona, the coronavirus, decided to um, ruin all that. So here we are on the 20th of May. And uh, instead of talking about what the Rockies have done through the first month and a half of the season, we are talking about if there will even be a season. So um, it's just been a very strange time for, I think, everybody involved, especially for us uh, in the sports media industry, because we don't really know what to talk about. It's like I, I've been talking with Nate Lundy um, here, the, the head honcho here at Mile High Sports about, you know, we, we had talked back in March about getting our plan together for Rockies. And, and you know, we kind of just had to pause all of that because nobody knows what's going on right now. You know, like there's there's no point like you can't even speculate about what's going to happen with the Rockies. You can't even speculate about win totals or losses or if Nolan Arenado is going to opt out of his contract. I mean, we can't even, you know, argue about this right now. It's it's really just a tough time and an unprecedented one, you know, at that, you know, with no sports whatsoever. Um, you know, for, for about a month and a half. You know, I know the UFC has come back. I know NASCAR has come back, um, and that has been great, and it's been welcomed. But, you know, it's not the same organized team professional sports that we're used to, you know, a la baseball, basketball, football, hockey, and whatnot. So um, it, it, it's been perplexing, to say the least. And I think I speak for everybody listening to this podcast, uh, any sports fan out there, that we just want sports back. Um, you know, regardless if fans are in the stands or not, I don't really think that that matters right now i think that we just want to be able to go home at six seven o'clock at night channel surf a little bit maybe fire up the reddit and, and, and surf through the internet and find some streams for these out-of-market games um you know and, and we just want to lay in the recliner lay on the couch open up a beer you know hang out with the buddies you know with the fam with the dog you know whatever and just watch sports 
I mean, that is, it's just, ugh. I mean, we really just take it for granted. It's like, I, I mean, I remember last Rocky season, there was multiple games where the team was just got off on. I was like, can this season just end? I mean, can we, can we fast forward? <laughs> and I would, I would kill for that right now. I mean, I would kill to sit through a three hour rain delay in Coors Field, you know, and then play a 12, 11 ball game. Rockies lose walk off in the 11th inning. I mean, I would kill for that right now. I would kill to go to a Nuggets game and sit in traffic on Spear. I would kill to go to an Avs game and sit in the traffic on Spear. You know, like, I mean, I, I would just, I just want to go to an event. <laughs> I mean, seriously, college, I would love to go to a C. I went to CU Nebraska. That was incredible. I went to another CU game this year that I honestly don't really remember who they were playing. Incredible. I've gone to CU basketball games. Um, you know, I've seen my Metropolitan State University Roadrunners, you know, play basketball. I've seen that. Go Roadrunners, baby. Let's go. You know, I just I want to root for something. And, and, you know, that's why the UFC has been pretty cool. But it's just like I said, it's not organized team sports. You know, the UFC and fighting is mono versus mono. You know, we I I want organized team events, nine versus nine, starting pitcher, relief pitcher, closer, catcher, pitching change in the sixth inning. I I want it all. I mean, even if it's giving up eight runs Sensatella in the first, you know, yank them and then you got to, you know, burn through your bullpen by the seventh. You know, I mean, I I, I will take it. I mean, give me mediocre triple A baseball. I mean, just just give me something. I mean, seriously, give me anything right now just to make it feel normal again because I can only watch The Last Dance so many times. I can only listen to other sports talk hosts talk about their favorite movies and music of all time, you know, so many times. You know, there's only so much more sitting on your hands and daydreaming and, you know, random thoughts that I can handle, you know? Sports keep me sane. Baseball keeps me sane. The Rockies, as putrid of a team as they were last year, helped keep me sane. And I'm kind of going crazy right now without them. And this has been kind of a really weird, long, monotonous intro, but I just, my, here's the point. Charlie Blackman is the point. (laughs) Um, If you guys didn't check this out, I I wrote an article last week on MyLifeSports.com titled, This Country Needs Baseball. Rockies Charlie Blackman, Jake McGee, Ready to Compete. And, you know, for those, let me, let me fill in the blanks here. Rockies outfielder Charlie Blackman, um, he went on the Rich Eisen show last week and basically was just, was just talking to Rich about, you know, what's going on in the world? You know, how, how is it being a professional baseball player and not being able to train and not being able to play and not being able to take BP like, you're, you know, you're accustomed to? And I think, you know, Charlie, to his credit, you know, considering all the drama that's going around the game right now, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, I think did a really good job of just just sounding like a fan and kind of like feeling like one of us. Uh, and here's a quote. Um, he says, this country needs baseball. We need to get back to summer life, get back to normalcy, being able to watch live events on TV. We need that badly. I mean, how do you disagree with that? I mean, seriously, this country needs baseball. It really does. I mean, my father is at home right now. He's been at home for six, seven weeks. You know, I mean, the job market is tough right now. Everyone is going through these struggles and, you know, we're all going crazy. I mean, it's like he's talking about the 1986 Mets, you know, like it, like it was yesterday's news because that's all there is to talk about. I mean, seriously, I mean, that was his favorite team growing up. It's just, I mean, what, what I mean, for someone like Charlie Blackman, who is as routine and disciplined and, and, and just, he's as disciplined as they come. I mean, this guy can literally tell if his bat is a 16th of an inch too long or too short just by feeling it, not even measuring it. All he has to do is put his hands on the bat and just swing it a couple of times and he can tell. For him to say that this country needs baseball, I think it, it is the, I think he's totally right. 
And I totally agree with him. And I, I mean, listen, I posted and I wrote this story back on the 13th of May and I shared it across Twitter and it got some traction on Facebook as well in some Rockies Facebook groups um, and in some general baseball groups. And, and, and people were like, does Charlie not care? I mean, does, does, does Charlie only care about his well-being and the well-being of his teammates? Does he not care about the, you know, elderly security guard or the elderly, you know, ticket clerk you know who works at the ballpark does he not care about that and i don't think that's the case i mean listen we can only think uh, we can only say how we feel you know it, it's impossible for us to t talk about how you know jill feels or how brian feels or how mac feels or you know how any it's, it's charlie can't tell you how nolan feels only nolan can tell you how nolan feels you know and i i think Charlie just wants to play baseball, and I think the fans want baseball back, and I think a lot of people in this world, I think a majority of the people, anyone that considers themselves a sports fan, I think wants professional organized athletics to come back, but it has to be done in a safe manner. And to all those naysayers out there that you know keep you know, blowing up people's mentions and, and in the comments and in the DMs on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, you know, saying that we can't open up this country yet. We don't even know what we're doing. How can we open up... Uh, uh, how can we have professional sports come back without a vaccine, yada, yada, yada. I, I, I think all of these concerns are very valid. But at the same time, I mean, this has been two and a half months. This has been two and a half months, and we've seen the peak come and go, you know, in regards to the coronavirus. I think, you know, as Charlie says, we need to get back to normalcy, being able to watch live events on TV again. I mean, the NFL draft was like a birthday party. I mean, it was like this spectacular, all-inclusive event. And it's like, I mean, that's the draft, which is like when it comes to viewership and, and in regards to what, you know, gets me excited for a sporting event is probably at the bottom of the totem pole. And I was going to go to the draft this year in Vegas. I had booked a hotel room already. <laughs> me and the buddies were getting ready to go out there. Okay? And... Listen, th this game needs to come back, um, and I'm going to just kind of read some highlights and some excerpts here from the story because I think it's important, and it, it's just going to kind of help su you know summarize some things. Um, so obviously, as we all know, the virus for spring training has come to an abrupt pause, and, and we've kind of been in this weird state of just nothingness ever since. And there's been all this chatter about the game's going to come back. You know, hey, we're going we're gonna to cancel spring training, but... Hey, op maybe opening day, you know, maybe. Or, or hey, maybe we're going to have to scrap April, maybe sometime in May. And now May is not going to happen, and that obviously means now June's not going to happen because you're going to need to have some sort of spring training period to help to get these teams and these players, you know, acclimated to, you know, playing consistently again. So that brings us to where we are today with the game of Major League Baseball. And like I said before, the biggest overriding concern right now is the safety and well-being of the players. And there's been a lot of speculation and a lot of talk out there, not on Mile High Sports, not on any of these other local... I mean, everywhere. It's, it, it, this is everywhere. Of if, a, if baseball comes back around the 4th of July holiday, which is the goal, and a player test positive for the coronavirus, that is not going to derail the season. It's almost like that, you know... Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL, these the leagues are preparing to come back, and they're preparing for players to test positive for the coronavirus at some point or another. I think you know, I think the UFC is a great example. I've brought them up a couple times now. They had a fighter test positive ahead of UFC 249 between Justin Gaethje and Tony Ferguson. You know, the the fighter and it may have been one of the fight night fights. I apologize, it might not be 249. Um, but they had, you know, a fighter and two of his corner men test positive for the coronavirus. And, and, you know, what they did, they handled it accordingly. The person, you know, never infected anybody, did not come in contact with anybody in the sense that he could infect them. And 
we're about we're we're over a week removed now from that event, and there's been no hiccups. And, and right now we're talking about the UFC potentially going back to Las Vegas, and and we, there's rumors about the Fight Island and whatnot. So you know, look at the UFC, a sport that is, you know, as physical as it gets. I mean, you're bleeding all over each other in some instances. And, and I think you know they had an instance where the coronavirus was present in one of their fighter and and in one of their fighters, and they handled it accordingly. So I think that's the biggest question here is if. Charlie Blackman or if Nolan Arenado or if some random Rockies player or anyone for that matter in the Major League Baseball test positive for the coronavirus that is around the team, how do you handle that situation? How do you prevent the coronavirus from spreading, you know, all throughout the clubhouse? How do you how do you determine when a player can come back? How many negative tests for the coronavirus does that person need to test before they feel comfortable coming back? And I think that the overarching message here is and I think it speaks to exactly what Charlie Blackman says here. You know, this country needs baseball. We need to get back to summer life, get back to normalcy. If you don't feel comfortable playing, don't play. And I know that that's easier said than done. And for some players that are are 27 years old who are fighting for a contract or who are in the minor leagues fighting for a chance at the big leagues, you know, you might have to play if you want to live out your dream, you know, but there's a lot of players in this league that Blake Snell, for example, he's over here moaning and groaning about it. I'm not taking a pay cut. I'm not taking a pay cut, blah, blah. The owners can take the hit. They make enough money. We're the players. We have a signed contract. We already took a pay cut, yada, yada, yada. You know, it, it, Blake Snell, if you don't want to play because you don't want to take a pay cut, that's fine. That's fine. But what are you going to tell everybody else on your team, the guys fighting for roster spots that are making a million and a half, two million bucks a season? What are you going to tell them? You think, they, you think they're going to just follow in line with you because you're making you know, tens of millions of dollars? No, these guys are fighting for their livelihood. They're fighting for the opportunity to earn a Major League Baseball contract. Okay, So I think the Blake Snells, the Bryce Harpers of the world, the, the, the naysayers of the baseball players that have come out and said, we're only playing if... if we're getting our full salary. I mean, and then they go they go shove it. I mean, seriously, seriously. I mean, if you are going to be so greedy to the, and I understand that you want to get what's yours and what's your owed and whatnot, but I mean, look at it. Look at it this way. You are owed millions of dollars, millions, multi-millions of dollars over X amount of years, okay? Instead of making 15 million, you think you can make 10 you think you can make 10 and help and help your teammates, the 22, 23 year olds, people that, you know, the people that have come from the DR or the P or, or Puerto Rico that could barely speak English, you know, the kid from middle America that had, you know, fought his way, you know, fought through single A and double A, which are getting wiped out right now. Can't you suck up, take the pay cut, still make your millions and go out there and play for the betterment of America, for its citizens and for the young player who are going to help make the game better in the future? I mean, seriously, it's one thing if you don't want to play the game because you're afraid that you're going to get sick. Okay, Blake Snell, if if you think that you're going to get sick and if you think that your family's going to get sick for being around you, for being playing baseball, don't play. Seriously, don't play. If it's that big of an issue for any of these players that you truly think that your life is at risk for playing Major League Baseball, don't play because I can tell you this. There are hundreds of thousands of major league baseball players or minor league baseball players that would be lining up to take your spot in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. 
so I think I, I think this is just the general synopsis of things. Okay, I I don't think that there's a right way to handle this. I I think that there's certainly a wrong way to handle this, but I don't think Major League Baseball will handle it in that sense. I think Major League Baseball, if they come to their senses, if they can get the players' union and the owners to agree that this sport needs to come back for the betterment, not not just to make money, and and that's what I hate too is like I'm listening to national talk, and I understand if there's no baseball this season, the owners are gonna get crushed. So are the players. Everybody's gonna get crushed. I mean, we're talking ninety four times three times four. I mean, it's going to be crazy if there's no professional baseball this season. Okay. And I under, in the world, you know, we need baseball to come back so that that doesn't happen. So that these, you know, teams like the Marlins and the Padres and the Pirates don't get crushed. Okay. But we also need it to come. We also need baseball to come back for the morale of the country. I mean, this is America's pastime. And and that's why I side with Charlie Blackman here. I think he just sums it up perfectly. I mean, it's eloquent. It's very simple. and, And, you know, the country needs baseball. I mean, this is this country was built off America's pastime. Babe Ruth, the 27 Yankees, Murderers Row, DiMaggio, all these guys coming up. Some of the Cubs teams, Roberto Clemente, you know, the Mets in the 80s. The, the, you know, there's so many. Ken Griffey Jr., let the kids play. I mean, there's just, there's so many things that are, are just so Americana about baseball. And it would just be so great if baseball can figure out a way to get its stuff together to Start playing games because I mean I think you also need to look at it this way as well. Baseball needs eyeballs. Baseball needs people in the seats. I mean, there's not going to be people in the seats, but baseball needs people paying attention. You know, the NFL you don't need that. There's already a natural draw to the NFL. The NBA and the NHL, you know, they have their dedicated fan bases, and the NBA has certainly surpassed the MLB over the last 20 years in regards to national popularity. Major League Baseball needs to get back front and center in front of people. Okay, and the best way that they can do that is by getting this season back before the NHL and before the NBA, which shouldn't have even been a problem in the first place. If you if you really think about this back in March, when this whole thing came about, okay, the NBA and the NHL had to cease playing immediately. Okay, and a a path to coming back for these leagues is a lot more difficult than baseball in the sense that they had already played X amount of games. You know, there was still playoff seating to be decided. How do you go about fixing that? Baseball season hadn't even started yet. And I think, and the other thing, NBA, basketball, you know, you're on top of each other in the sense that you're playing defense. Hockey, you're checking each other into the boards. Baseball, you're already naturally social distancing from one another on the field with the exception of the batter, the umpire, and the catcher. I mean, you're telling me that you can't figure out a way to make this work? Spreading out within in the dugout, you know, I, I, it's just mind-boggling to me, okay? And, and like I said, if safety is the concern here, that is one thing. That is, If you can't bring baseball back because you cannot control this coronavirus and, and, and you're afraid that people are going to die and people are going to get sick and it's just going to cause all this negative crap to happen in the world because you can't stay safe, that's fine. I don't think any—I'm not going to hold that against you. Anybody in their right mind that holds that against you is just insane. I mean, I guess they wouldn't be in their right mind then if, that, if that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, at the end of the day, if, if you don't want to play because of health reasons, do not play, okay? And if MLB can't get the season going because of health reasons, I understand. I think a lot of people will understand, okay? But if, if MLB is not going to play because the owners and the players cannot come to an agreement, I mean, come on. 
I mean, seriously, it's just ridiculous. I mean, you got the NBA over here. You got LeBron James clamoring to play. You know, we got NFL players talking about how they want to play. You know, every other league, you know, there, there's this sense of optimism and hope around, oh, we're going to play sooner rather than later. And then you talk about Major League Baseball and there's this cloud of gray over it. It's just so unfortunate. And as I'm looking over here, here's a little tidbit from the article I wrote. Major League Baseball recently participated in a study in which 26 clubs completed over 6,000 COVID-19 antibody tests. Of of the results of this, 0.7%, 0.7% of the participants tested positive for coronavirus or for COVID-19 antibodies, a number that was much lower than researchers had initially anticipated. So I think this, again, you, you can't, you have to take it with a grain of salt to an extent. You really do. But I, I think, think back to March. I think everybody thought that this really was going to become the bubonic plague. You know, I, I, I think everybody... I think people still are fearing for their lives, but I think that maybe that has come down to earth just a little bit after we've seen things play out. You know, correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm not trying to speak for everybody, but at least I, that's how I feel. I feel a little bit more confident that we're going to be able to get through this and that this is not the apocalypse. I really do feel confident in that. And, uh, it, you know, in a study like the one that was conducted here, like MLB, I think it also shows that maybe not as many people have this virus as we thought. Or maybe the people that do have this virus, you know, the asymptomatic aspect of it, people that don't show symptoms, there's still so much unknown to this virus that it could be as deadly as we thought it was in March, or it really could just be something so simple that we could work to get professional sports back through this coronavirus with the proper precautions. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. All I'm saying is the streets of Denver are crowded. The parks are crowded. The running ways are crowded. There's people on their bikes, and I'm sitting in traffic now. So I'm pretty sure that if these cities can open, I, I think that we can probably figure out a way to somehow, some way, get professional sports back around some sometime in the midsummer, July, maybe around there. Who knows? It is just a an interesting situation. It really is. It's mind-boggling, and I really can't wait to see how it plays out because I miss baseball, but I also want to start betting sports because sports betting became legal on May 1st, and there's all these great opportunities. We got a bunch of casinos up in Blackhawk, some great sports books, all that cool stuff, and we can't do anything about it. It's like the wait is finally over. The wait is finally over for sports betting, and we can't do anything about it. And I want to take a moment now to tell you about our friends over at DraftKings. DraftKings has brought legal sports betting to Colorado. Understandably, it may have flown under your radar, but sports are going to come back. Just imagine how much more fun watching a game will be when you have some skin in the game. And the best way to get in on the action is with the DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. This isn't some offshore operation like other gambling sites. DraftKings is a legitimate sportsbook based right here in the United States, so you can be confident that your funds are secure. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever. You don't even have to leave your house. This weekend, there will be a clash of the titans, legend versus legend. Goat versus goat. A story as old as time. And if that isn't enough to get you to tune in, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering a special promotion. Just place $20 in bets on the big event, and you'll receive a free $20 in live betting. Bet 20 and get 20. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code MHS when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. Don't forget to enter code MHS and get your sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 
you know, and I, I want to go. I want to use DraftKings Sportsbook. I I, I want to start betting sports. I want to bet the Rockies, you know, run totals and win totals and all that stuff. But it's like we can't even do that right now. So it's just it's an unfortunate time to be a sports fan. And 2020 is not off to the best start, um, which is really really just a bummer. Um, one other quote that I want to come to here in my story that's online at MileHighSports.com is from Rockies pitcher Jake McGee. And Jake McGee uh, recently joined Eric Goodman and Andrew Mason of Afternoon Drive right here on uh, My Life Sports Radio AM 13. 40 FM 1047. Um, and, you know, he, he spoke about the situation as well. And I thought that he had a really nice answer about, you know, listen, I think a lot of us kind of view these baseball players, uh, especially like the young when we're young, you know, these superhumans, like these like superheroes that like only are great and like don't fail at anything when that's really not the case. Like baseball players are just like you and I really, I mean, they have emotions, they act like us. And with that, I think Jake McGee's quote from, you know, the uh, interview he did with Aaron, with, uh, Andrew and Eric is really telling. He says, if we are the sport, the first sport to come back, we can set an example of social distancing. It would be pretty neat to be a part of it. And I think, I mean, wouldn't it be pretty neat? I mean, if I'm playing professional baseball, I mean, to be the first sport to come back, the first organized team sport to come back in North America, that would be awesome. I mean, that's like a pat on the back, like salute to you. I mean, seriously, and it's like, you know, this is going to be in the history books one day, and it's like, when people are going to think, oh, people are going to Google, what was the first sporting event to come back? And I think it would be awesome for that to be Major League Baseball. I mean, I really, really do. So I just wanted to throw that quote in there from Jake McGee, because I, I think it's also very insightful, um, you know, as to the human side of some of these players. You know, not everybody's Blake Snell or Bryce Harper who's, you know, in it just to get their bag. You know, someone like Jake McGee, you know, who, who's modestly paid for the MLB, you know, in the MLB pay scale. You know, he, he just wants to he wants the sport to come back one for humanitarian sake and two, because it would be pretty dang cool to be the first organized sport to come back. So I agree with Jake McGee. And again, here with Charlie Blackman, he has another fantastic quote in the story. He says, everybody wants to play and everybody meaning the players. We are just kind of sitting on ready, trying to stay in shape. Hopefully this is just the beginning where we get the ball rolling and we move towards normalcy. And what he means when hopefully this is the beginning, this is in reference to the Players Association and the owners beginning to meet to try to work towards a conclusion and a way to get this game back, um, you know, which at this point is um, smoke and mirrors, to be completely honest. Nobody really knows what's going on right now. Um, again, it, it still seems to be in the infant stages of trying to get the game back. Um, although the proposed plan right now is baseball, the goal is to try to come back right around the 4th of July holiday, um, which I think would be absolutely awesome. If they can come back by the 4th of July holiday, you know, you lose the first half of the summer, but, you know, let's get some optimism in the world. Let's get some optimism in the lives of sports fans. Um, let's get some baseball back. You know, there's no, there's nothing better than just summertime baseball. I mean, and, and it sucks that we can't go to the stadium, but, I mean, you know, go hang out with your buddies. Go hang out with your, your friends, um, you know, your parents. Go grow some hot dogs in the back and, and some cheeseburgers, you know, and all that stuff. Let's have a good time. We can still have a good summer. Um, and whatnot, if baseball can really just figure out a way to get the sport up and running, which I'm really, really hopeful that they could, um, you know, it's going to take time, you know, it's going to take time. But uh, until then, you know, we're going to, as Charlie Blackman says, these players are sitting on ready. You know, Blackman uh, in the interview with Rich Eisen said that he is in Colorado. You know, he's in Denver at the Rockies facility training. You know, he's lifting, he's, he's staying in shape, you know, trying to throw and hit while he can, you know, of course, while observing social distancing guidelines. But, you know, he's probably not the only player. You know, there's probably players in all these facilities, you know, all across America, you know, looking to get ready and stay in shape. So, you know, I, I'm going to point to Blackman's quote again. Everybody wants to play. You know, that's what obviously you take that with a grain of salt. But I think you ask a major league baseball player, would you play at a discounted rate? I think eight out of 10 probably say yes. Nine out of 10. I think you have the oddball Blake Snell, who I guess just doesn't get the the scope of the situation, who will say no. Um, you know, and, and again, if you don't want to play, don't play. 
You know, that, that's the fact of the matter. So um, speaking of Blake Snell and just everything, I think it's only right to bring up Nolan Arenado's comments, being that he is the face of the Rockies franchise. Um, Arenado has kind of caught some flack from national airwaves uh, on national radio shows and whatnot. And I actually want to say, and I'm not trying to be biased to be a homer, but um, Christopher Mad Dog Russo, who's a national sports talk, famous in New York, does a show on Sirius XM. Um, you know, he's kind of trashed Arenado and Bryant, or not Bryant, um, Harper and some of these other guys um, for supporting Snell. And I actually called up his show this afternoon and kind of tried to defend Nolan because I think not everyone, not, not everyone understands where Nolan's coming from, especially with what he has said. Um, so here, here's what Nolan Arenado had to say in regards to Blake Snell's comments of not wanting to take a pay cut. Arenado says, I think he was being real honest, just being real. He had, he made a lot of good points. There are some points he made that were true and those were facts. He says, I guarantee if you read the comments, you're probably thinking, and he, he Arenado is saying, I guarantee if you read the comments, you as in the people, you're probably thinking, you don't have to work 12 hours a day. You're not the one without a job. You're still getting paid. Those people have the right to say that. So I, I, I just want to throw that in there because I think Arenado does a, a really nice job of staying level-headed in this situation, and he was just getting cast in a really negative light, which I just did not understand because the Rockies, in a way, are, I guess, the most they're they're well represented in regards to Nolan being a superstar and, and you know being neutral on the situation and, and Blackman you know being that type B superstar Mr. Americana coming out and saying you know the country needs baseball I, I think it's great I really do I, I respect both Arenado and Blackman's opinions um, and I think at the end of the day you know Arenado said it as well in the story that I wrote you know as long as it's right as long as it's fair we want to be out there we want to go out there and play so at this point Major League Baseball and the union Figure out a fair deal. Seriously. You'll, you'll help the world. You'll help me. You'll help my boss. You'll help everybody. You'll help everybody's life. That's a sports fan. Um, I'm begging you, please come up to a fair agreement. We could really use Major League Baseball back. And I'm a baseball lifer. You know, like, like I've been saying, and you know, I know I've been a little bit animated here, but it's like if the NHL and the NBA somehow managed to return before Major League Baseball, like what the hell? I mean, do you, I mean, talk about a joke. I mean, seriously. I mean, if Major League Baseball isn't really taken serious right now in a lot of respects nationally and amongst, you know, the casual sports fan, if they can't figure out a way to come back in July, which is when their season is supposed to be played, and the NBA and the NHL manage to come back in July when their season is not supposed to be played, that is a disgrace. An absolute total disgrace. And there is no way to go around that. Absolutely no way. So, listen. We're going to continue to sit here. We're going to sit on our hands, wait on ready, like Blackman says. Um, you know, I, I want to get in the press box. I want to get out there. I want to cover some games, talk to some players, interview some players, all that stuff. But um, we just can't do that right now in the world, and it's really unfortunate. So I know this was kind of a smorgasbord of a podcast, but I kind of I haven't really done a podcast like this in a while, um, especially one about the Rockies. So I kind of just wanted to throw out a bunch of random thoughts. But we have a lot of exciting stuff coming up here at My Life Sports, so you're going to want to stay tuned in with us online at MyLifeSports.com. You also want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Media by AP. Would really appreciate it if you guys followed me there. This podcast was presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Want to thank you guys for listening. Looking really forward to what we have in the works here at My Life Sports. Um, you know, both with our baseball coverage and with all of our other sports coverage here as the world continues to go back to nor uh, progressive back towards a state of normalcy. So we ask that you stick with us. We appreciate uh, all your support. And, uh, you know, hopefully sooner rather than later, we're all uh, sitting at Coors Field, you know, drinking a $12, $13 beer or at Pepsi Center doing the same and uh, just enjoying sports for what they are. And, and that's entertainment, folks. So uh, 
hoping to bring you guys uh, some podcasts here in the future, you know, once a week until baseball season gets ramped back up. So uh, be sure to check me out here. I'll be here for you guys. If you guys have any questions, shoot me a, a message on Instagram or Twitter. Um, if you guys have any ideas that you want to be talked about or that you want talked about on the show, be sure to let me know. Uh, I'm always open to ideas and whatnot. But uh, I think I'm going to put a bow on this one, guys. Uh, really enjoyed being here down at the My Life Sports Studios. Great time podcasting. Great time ranting about the Rockies and Major League Baseball. And for the love of God, I just hope that this game comes back by the 4th of July.